0: Welcome to Staying On Point with Joey, where we speak on topics that affect our spiritual growth while using biblical verses and resources to help us stay on point. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? What is going on? I pray that your week has been blessed. If it hasn't, hey, tomorrow's a brand new day. But why wait till tomorrow to make it a better day? You still have a couple of hours before the day ends. Over here where we're at, it is literally about maybe like five, five hours away from being a brand new day. So we're gonna try to take this next hour at least, uh, next 45 minutes to be able to spend it with you. So a couple of things just before I get, uh, whatchamacallit, I get started. You might hear a, a nice little, That's because the A.C. is hot where I'm at. So I'm not sitting here in this room uh, sweating like crazy and trying to do a class as well. That's not the way I work. So I apologize for the nuisance. And also something is funky with my computer. I have no idea what is going on. I feel like it's possessed. Uh, It's telling me that uh, my PC is at risk. So you're going to hear this uh, probably throughout the whole... I apologize for that nuisance as well. So, I don't know what else to do. I updated it. Anyways, long story short, I'm just going to keep moving. Because no, no heat, no AC, no uh, sound on my computer is going to stop us from having class. So, today, we got Nelly back in the place to be. Nelly, say, what's up? What's up? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what's up?
0: What's up? What's up? So, today, we are going to be uh not going back to worry we're going to hit another topic and we're going to deal with some anger we're going to deal with some anger issues we we're going to deal with some anger so listen uh a lot of a lot of us uh, have seen the news a lot of us are still dealing with uh the backlash and the and the aftermath of of the race riots of what's been going on with uh you know, the Caucasians and the African Americans and so on and so forth. And, and, and look, I, I'm gonna be real honest with you. That's not even, that's not even it. I, I get angry at that stuff. I get angry at injustice. I get angry at, at um, you know, just abuse in general. Um, but I also get angry at, at, at arrogance. I get angry at, at conceitedness. I get angry with ignorance. I get angry with anything that ends with ins. Okay, apparently. So this is the reason why is because, you know, we, we talk about like even even Spanish. I'm Puerto Rican. Okay, so I'm just going to speak about me. All right. So if, if I can complain when, when the Caucasians or the African-Americans or whatever race abuses me, right? Uh, oh, man, they're treating me bad or they're doing this and that. I get angry. But then what I, what I get angry about is that my own people are, are, are doing that to each other. Do you see what I'm saying? So it almost gets to the point where anger is such a, a physical and such a presence in our lives nowadays that it blinds us from not even seeing that whatever we're mad at other people doing to us, we're doing to our own people. We're doing to our own race. We're doing, we're doing it to our own ethnicity. We're doing it to our own families, our own relationships, like what that get that blows my lid that blows my lid because it's like, okay, listen I understand this injustice, but you're doing the same thing to your own people ladies and gentlemen You know what I mean? Like you're doing the same thing to to your relationships You know what I'm saying you're doing the same thing. You don't like like right look 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 Nelly. I'm not gonna be lying. So I I, I, I know that it's, it's not cool, right? But The ladies don't like to be called the B word, right? but they listen yes. they listen to music and that the their rappers are calling them bees, you see what I'm saying? And yeah, but, but they'll, they'll turn they'll turn up the volume and they'll sing the same song. They'll know the lyrics. Oh yeah, you know the bees and blah 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 and isn't and it? But when somebody calls them a bee, especially if they're a, if it's another race or if it's even their own race, all hell's gonna break loose. So to me, sometimes I think that that's hypocritical. So one of the things that makes me angry is hypocrisy. I feel like that if you're gonna be some, if you're gonna be a certain way, to me, you should be a certain way to everybody else. Not treat me different and then go behind my back and then go be total, total, total jerk or about about it. So those are things that 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 make me angry at times, and things that I have to work on. And so what I was telling what I was telling the other way, because we get to chill out, you know, before we we do the podcast. Um, what I was telling L. Ray is that there's a lot of times where the anger comes from people doing things to us. But what ends up happening, LA, What ends up happening when the anger is present in our lives because of the decisions and the actions that we are committing and that we make? What you got to say about that? Come on, y'all. I mean, for me, my,
1: when I get angry, I I want revenge. That's
0: Yeah, just a little bit, you know, sarcastically speaking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I really, I really try to, cause I'm the, I'm a person to get angry quick. So, I really been working like these last two weeks, like my car situation. I just laughed at it. I'm just like, you know what, like, I have no money in my bank. I just paid all my bills. So it's like, I'm just laughing at my car. Not turning on. And <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom's like, "You think this is funny? How you get so angry?" I'm like, "I I need to learn how to stop getting angry quick. Like, it's una I can't yeah. money. Like, mm-hmm. say step by step. If my car gets fixed next week. Alright, can I use your car? You can take me. Like, but
0: when someone does
1: something to me, like, I feel like I have to get revenge. And I saw, so revenge is going to lead into bitterness real soon."
0: So, You know, yeah. and, the, and the crazy thing is that bitterness actually leads you to revenge because you're going to be bitter enough to be like, yo, everybody's going to feel my wrath. Everybody's going to feel my pain and my frustration. You know, and, and when somebody's angry, you even get more angry when you see other people smiling. That has nothing to do with yeah. you. That has nothing to do with you. You can could, you could be pissed off all you want by yourself and you step into somewhere and somebody's laughing at a video but looking at you. And all of a sudden, all hell breaking loose because your anger is telling you, look at these clowns, even these B's are, and these A's are really like laughing at me. And then you start flipping out and they're like, yo, oh, whoa, hey man, you got some anger issues. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. How in the world can we deal with anger issues? Not only with the situations that we see, But what do we do with the anger issues when it's about decisions that we make? Nobody makes it for us, but we make. And I'm not just talking about relationships, I'm talking about money, I'm talking about cars, I'm talking about, you know, schools, I'm talking about apartments, moving, whatever the case may be. What ends up happening when you make a decision and it goes to Dookie, okay? and you get mad at that. Should we get mad at that? Could we get mad at that? And then what are the effects and what are the results of being angry on a consistent basis? You ready? Yep. All right, so this is where we're gonna go. So we're gonna go to uh, Proverbs. Uh, for those of you who are starting out in the, in the faith, excuse me, Proverbs is after Psalms and Psalms is almost in the middle of the Bible, okay? Proverbs. Okay, Proverbs. I believe, I believe it's Proverbs
1: 1429.
0: Was that the one? Nelly? I gave you. You gave me Proverbs 15-1. 15-1. Let's go 15-1. Let's go to Proverbs 15-1. You got it, Nelly?
1: <laughs>
0: alright, alright. Tell, tell me what your version says. Talk to me.
1: It says a soft answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger boom Uh,
0: hey that's it all right good night have a great night god bless y'all we're done i hope you received the blessing (laughs) a soft answer turns away wrath now a soft answer that we're talking about solomon wrote the proverbs and he was uh to this day the wisest king of all time and so that wisdom came from the holy spirit and so what we're trying to tell somebody today is that when the holy spirit is active so is wisdom because wisdom is a characteristic of the holy spirit so solomon was basically saying a soft answer turns away right he's not saying if you ask a question somebody's saying I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw. No, we're not talking about that soft answer what we're trying to talk is the soft soft that 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 sense of soft is soft to the, not to the touch, but soft to the heart, soft to the ears. Things that you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Things that you need to hear, but in a respectful, loving, firm way, compared to telling you off the way that you really want to. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's the way that we can see that. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Now, I'm gonna go deep uh if if i can because when we're talking about soft answer we're not talking about whisper we're talking about an opportunity for us to have a resolution right and an answer that makes us realize this is exactly what i need to hear but it wasn't disrespectful right number one number two a harsh word stirs anger. A harsh word and a soft soft answer does not mean that it specifically needs to come from another person. We're talking about ourselves individually. You can remind yourself. It's like what you said right now. You remind yourself. You're like, you know, what else, what else can I do? Well, I, I laugh because there's nothing else I can do. I mean, I, I, what, do you, what do you want me to do? Okay. And so people are going to see that reaction and say, what the heck is wrong with you? You have this, 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 this that you need, and you're laughing? You, you need to go to a psychiatric ward. You need to take some pills because something ain't right. You know, why do, why do we think that? Why do people think that? It's because automatically it's, it's, it's normal. It's human nature for somebody not to like something and they get angry. The issue is this. Sometimes we get it from other people that make us angry. Sometimes people's actions make us angry. Sometimes people's opinions make us angry. It doesn't have nothing to do with us. But what ends up happening when those words and those opinions are coming from no one else other than you? When you're beating yourself up with your own words and you don't even realize it, that it could be the only reason that you are so ticked off at life and and at yourself in general and mad with everybody is because of something that you said, something that you thought, Something that you repeatedly tell yourself, such as, my life sucks. I can't stand people. Especially when they remind you of somebody who offended you. I can't stand people looking at me like that. Or I can't stand when people getting cut in line and this and that. I can't stand, you know, this. So now all of a sudden, as you're saying it, what's, what's, what's going on with your emotions? You're not happy. You're not saying, I, <laughs> I cannot stand when somebody... No, you're like, bro, I cannot stand when somebody does this and this and that. So you're already stirring up yourself, stirring up your anger with your own words. It's not even coming from the news. It's not coming from somebody else's mouth, somebody else's opinions, or somebody else's actions. It's coming from your own mouth. So the soft answer and the harsh words doesn't specifically mean that it has to come from somebody else. It could come from you. So, what do you do when those harsh words and th- that negativity is coming from no one else other than you? What do you think you do? Nellie, nobody else is here. This is you and me. Everybody else is listening. <laughs> and that car that's going mad fast, apparently. <laughs> what you got?
1: To be honest, I, I did, um, I have that problem. I have a problem that when I'm angry and seeing other people. All right, so the day of my car, I was annoyed. I was, I, I just had my earphone on. Just said, Lord Jesus, I can take the wheel because you got the wheel. Take it, skirt, mm-hmm. skirt. And they put they put a woman to work with me, and it So she mm-hmm. is so sweet and talkative and it's too sweet but i'm not mad but i'm i'm like annoyed. i'm just right here like trying to meditate like you know, don't get mad me don't get mad mm-hmm. and it's like she's too happy i don't, I don't like that i don't like that mm-hmm. so hey. I'm, just, I'm really trying to become a positive person
0: <laughs> yeah you need to
1: if you get mad at happy
0: people you need, you need, you need nothing other than Jesus. You need a hug. You need a cup of coffee with some extra whipped cream. You need something. You need some fluff in your life. <laughs> but you know what though? You're not the only one. In, and I think, and I truly believe. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I, I truly believe that we are not the only ones. You know, Nella is not the only one. I'm not the only one. You, 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 you got to understand. You got to at least give yourself an opportunity to look at it from that point of view. To look at it as like, you know what? I'm mad at the world, but I'm more mad because everybody else is, is, is doing something that I should be doing, or people are smiling and having relationships that I should be having, or people are having money that I should be having. So all of a sudden, now that anger, without you even knowing, now you become envious. You don't, you don't even know it, you know, you, you know, you know, you're not saying it out loud. You're not, oh, I envy this person. But you getting to the point where you get angry, where you and I and anybody else who's listening gets angry at what we see other people doing, whether it's good and it, and they're receiving it. We automatically speak those words into existence and and it comes from anger. So when we're angry, that, that negativity spews out like poison. So it it. it it almost feels like um, uh, I, I know where, where you're at now. That's where I'm from. That's where I used to live. And there is a specific area that the refuse, which is the dump, right? It is the dump. You go to You don't smell it in all the city, but when you get closer to that place, you you know that it's the dump, right? So it's like it's like that. The closer that you get to your funk, okay, to your dump the more that you're gonna stank, okay? So if you're gonna... Come on now. (laughs) So so the closer that you get to your dump, okay? Not, not, not poop. I'm saying the dump, just nasty garbage, everything that people put on top of you, and most importantly, the, the trash that you put yourself in and that you're putting on top of you. When you get closer to that area, that territory, that smell is going to remind you exactly what is there. And anger is that type of way. Anger, when you speak it into existence, you may not see it at that moment, but others will see that there is a funk, okay? That that you're spewing, you're only spewing it, you're only spitting it out because there is a territory that is a dump that somewhere deep inside, that the only thing that you can come out is the fumes of whatever you have inside. So if you're full of, if you're full of garbage, that's what's gonna come out of your mouth. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing good smelling out of that, ain't nothing good coming out of that. So the closer that you get to your garbage, the more that you're going to be able to say, you know what? That's all I have. I'm just gonna spit it out. And then everybody who is trying to change their lives is not going to want to be with you because all you do is spew funk all day. But what they have to understand is that the only reason why somebody would be spewing funk is because they're in garbage all day. So that garbage and that funk, they all come coincide with one another and anger just puts the fuel to that fire that's why we can get mad at somebody else talking garbage about us but then we become hypocrites because whatever they're saying about us oh we we don't we we get angry about but when we say it about ourselves we let it slide like it's nothing you know and and i truly believe that that that's one of the biggest issues that we don't get closer to god and we've been talking about the emotions and this anger stuff it it ain't no joke this anger will lead people to kill people This anger, you know, anger will lead people to to destroy people's lives, uh, will become vengeful. You know what I'm saying? Um, Anger, anger will lead you to to other things such as depressions, drugs, alcohol, uh, fornication, sex, whatever the case may be. And I truly believe it's because we're trying as human beings, we're trying to... Destroy or let me put it this way. We're trying to overcome or rip that anger out of us And the only thing that we're doing is we're covering it by our actions So let me put it this way the dump that we have inside of our lives it goes based upon the things that we have done to Overcome or cover you know what I mean our true anger So let me give you a perfect example when I'm trying to talk with you tonight, okay? If, if we're getting to the point where we start drinking or we start smoking, okay, usually I'm not saying all the time. Usually it's because we want to cover something, we want to get rid of our pain. Just for a moment, let us forget about our situations. Guess what ends up happening? We go and drink, you get hungover. Now you're now you now you're twenty 20, dollars less in your pocket. Now you got a hangover. Now you got to spend another $8 if you don't have any headache pills or morning pills, whatever whatever the case may be. So now you're in the hole financially and all you're doing is covering it. So you're like, you know what? That felt good to forget about my problems yesterday. I'm going to do it again today. And then I'm going to do it again the next day. And then I'm going to do it again the next day. So the problem still exists. The only thing that we're doing is we're covering it up. And as we cover up our true source, it automatically becomes a dump. And what what, what I was saying in the beginning, wherever the dump is at, that's where the fumes are, that's where the smell is, that's where the stench is. So if we cover, if we keep covering up stuff, okay, with what we need to do, everything that comes out of us is going to be nasty. Why? because we're angry that even though we're doing everything that we're doing, we still feel the same damn way. You know what I'm saying? So now we're at the point right now where we're just not getting angry at people. Now we're getting angry and our words are actually killing people. I've seen it and I've heard it all the time. There was a, a, a case, um, I, I, love, I love like law shows, and crime shows like, I, love, man, I'm telling you, I could sit there and I'll be like this. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, it was him. Yeah, I'm telling you that. And at the end of the show, it was him. And I love it. So um, there was this one, there was this one episode, uh, and this is real life. This is, was a real life thing. This girl, I think she was like 16 or 17. She was actually on, um, in court, on trial, because... Her boyfriend that she had, uh, uh, nice. They, they said he was a nice kid. I didn't know him. Um, nice kid, et cetera, et cetera. But ever since he got with her, you know, it, it was just downhill. You know, downhill. So now the relationship, he's okay, she's okay, but she was a, a like a, a like a like somebody who ate like like just connives their way into people's lives, you know what I mean? That that with words, it kind of like eats people's minds. She was like that. So the boys started changing and started going downhill. So the people that really loved them were saying, "Hey, man, you got to wake up. You got to break this up." He ended up retaliating and getting angry because the family wasn't supportive and the friends weren't supportive of that relationship. So guess what ends up happening? He got so angry that he got so focused on the girl that he ended up pushing everybody else away, right? Till one day they were calling and calling and calling and calling and calling and calling and knowing. And, and, and so I think it was one of the parents ended up trying to find them and so on and so forth. They ended up finding his pickup truck and here he was sitting in the truck and he killed himself. It wasn't with a shotgun, it wasn't with a gun. He actually put like one of those, those holes like the the hoses puts uh, he put it in the in the in the tailpipe, brought it around to the front and just smelled the fumes and then just died that way. Well, here they see the text and while the girl is literally this is I'm telling you this is some crazy stuff. So the girl is literally coming up with ideas to raise funds for him for his funeral for his family. And here when the when the when the police look at the text messages. They actually find text messages of saying of her telling him, "You're a coward. If you're gonna kill yourself, go ahead and do it. Do it, do it." And then he he actually says, "No, I don't want to do it." And he goes, you're, "You're a coward. You're a coward. You're a coward. like it was just ate his mind." He ended up doing it. So they ended up putting this girl on trial because you know they wanted to uh uh to make her guilty for for murder. You know what I'm saying? So while the trial is going on, what do you think the family is is thinking while this girl was literally there in the park with them raising funds for the son and all of a sudden the truth comes out that she quote unquote was the reason that he did what he did. So now you've got all those emotions coming in and it all comes from harsh words, ladies and gentlemen harsh words will make you totally different than what you truly are and it may not happen the first time that you have harsh words it may not happen the second time but there will be a breaking point in your life if it hasn't happened already when somebody will say something the same way that they said it the other times and you've had it up to here there is a breaking point and once you break it is difficult for somebody to patch you up because you feel everybody has left you. You feel like everybody was responsible for your anger. So now everybody's feeling your wrath all because of harsh words. If somebody would have told you words that you needed to hear firmly without, without beating around the bush, but told you what you needed to hear, not what you wanted to hear, it'd be totally different. Why? Because it says it right here. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Anything you got to say? Nelly, come on. Uh, Alright, um,
1: so I know there's um I don't know now in I don't know if it's this generation, but now it's it's getting harder for a lot of females to get pregnant or actually mm-hmm. go through the whole pregnancy. So it's 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 getting really big now. So it's like, when you said about the um, envying the and yeah. someone has, you don't have, it's like me, like these last two weeks, like I, Mother's Day, like, I was going through it really, like really bad that I'm just watching everybody excited, posting their kids and this and that. And then there's me just like, I'm not jealous of it yeah. or anything, but it's like, cause I know everything has this for a purpose, but it's like, wow but how does she abort the other three, but she's happy with this one that she's pregnant with now? And it's like, it, it makes me angry sometimes. And I question God, and this, that's the question God I hear. And I just question God like, why Why did you allow her to be a mother? Why did you allow her to carry another baby after she aborted the other three that she had for this one? Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. and I just get angry. And that's where I struggle a lot in my spiritual life that I, I'm just, I'm just still angry
0: yeah yeah i mean listen to be honest with you you have your justifications of why you're angry this is the situation all right let me put it this way i'm going to show you right now on live i was going to say live television but we're not doing a live television live podcast all right i want to show you exactly a perfect example of proverbs was it 14:29 we talked about right Two, one.
1: 15
0: 1. man i don't know why 14 we might have to go there I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. all right. So, you, 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 I know, you, so the situation is you see other people pregnant and it, and it made you mad, especially when you're like, yo, but this, this female doesn't really appreciate it and this and that. And what about me? And Mother's Day was there and I could have been a mom and this and that and this and that. Anger is the only reason why you're questioning God in the first place. Okay. Now, If anger is the only reason why you're questioning God, then you need to realize where the anger is coming from. Number one. Number two, okay? Think about it this way. Do you really think that a child being born in the situation that you're in now emotionally, would it be healthy? She's already grinning, y'all. She's (laughs) grinning because she knows exactly where I'm coming from. So this is a this is a perfect example of a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word turns of anger. So it's not saying that you'll never be pregnant again, but you know you want to set yourself up where you're emotionally the best that you can be. This is the reason why. If you just said it yourself, yo, you're an angry person. It comes to the point where you're vengeful. Can you imagine having a child where somebody says something about her or him? I, oh my gosh, that, that that kid, oh my gosh, he got tight jeans and oh man. Can you imagine, you'd be in jail, man. You'd be in jail and the kid would be in foster and then you'd be ticked off at God, oh, I can't believe you did this and why did you give me a child for him to be in foster care and me in jail? Did you see? So you're not in jail. Your kid's not going to be in foster because there's no child right now, okay? So what we're trying to tell you today is like, listen, for you to understand where you're coming from, okay, and where I'm coming from, God is basically saying, a child, now I'm not talking about everybody else. This is for you, okay? A child is supposed to be brought up in a loving, God-fearing relationship. I'm saying it this way and I'm not changing my mind for all of you guys and who, ladies who are on right now on podcast, we're going to be on, this is me and ain't nobody going to change my opinion about it. It's supposed to be a loving relationship, a God-fearing, God-following, Christ-centered relationship, okay? With its imperfections, but it needs to be God-fearing, God-and-Christ-centered. Why do I say, oh, and Holy Spirit-driven? Why do I say that? Because you're going to be dealing with situations in life as individuals and as relationships, Okay, on its own, but on top of that, you gotta deal with family issues. So where in the world would you be right now if you had a four or five month old baby, right? In the situation that you're in with no car, okay? With some problems in the job, but you have a child. Yeah, nah, listen, you'd be in jail. I'm gonna be real real with you right now. You'd be in jail, and and you would be getting no letters from your child. Your child probably never know who you are. And then when you get out, by the time you do get out, the kid's already like you know in sixth grade. And then then you be you be on lifetime movies as one of those stalking moms that try to kidnap their own child. And because you know that's what it. Come on now, you know God loves you that much that He's not going to put you in that situation, and He's not going to allow you to have a child in that situation not because you're bad it's not because you're evil it's because you're angry damn it, you're angry he's just angry you know you gotta you get the baby feels all that stuff and it could be that some of you ladies and gentlemen that are listening to me right now on the podcast could be one of the reasons why you're not pregnant because you're angry yeah you just it's just nasty and you just gotta dump inside of your life and and your baby's gonna feel every single thing and then all of a sudden, we're not even talking about the single parents. I've seen it too much where the, where the couples get pregnant, the dude leaves, see your deuces, and the mom has to raise the child by himself. Do you know how many women actually feed their child situations and words that build up anger in their lives without them even needing it? Let me give you for perfect example. You know what? If it's a girl, especially if it's a girl, don't ever fall for no dude. Don't ever fall for this person because they're going to keep you. Guess what ends up happening when they get older? They're going to be either homosexual or they're going to be angry for the rest of their life that they're going to be like, you know what? I'll do whatever I want, but none of y'all going to take my heart. It's, it's, listen, y'all, it's, 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 that's what we're talking about. What ends up happening when the anger comes out of our situation, our decisions and our attitudes. You know what I'm saying? So that's a soft, soft, harsh words, soft answer for you. It turns <laughs> away wrath. <laughs> she's not angry ladies and gentlemen, she's smiling. So that's a perfect example of a soft answer and a harsh words. I'm angry right now that this computer is still making this noise. I'm really angry. I want to bust it up, but I'm trying to trying to, trying to, trying to save up. And uh, 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 hold on. So Proverbs 15, 18 was the next one, right?
1: No, first
0: 22, 24 God Almighty Proverbs 22, 24 Proverbs 22, verse 24 Proverbs chapter 22, verse 24 You have it, let me know, okay? Yeah,
1: I got it <laughs> Alright,
0: alright It says, make no friendship with a man given to anger Nor go with a wrathful man now man we're not talking about man just man we're talking about man human okay so let's put it in that context make no friendship with someone given to anger if you ain't got no friends it's probably because you pissed off all the time if you got friends and everywhere you go you start trouble with anybody and everybody y'all all angry Every single one of y'all are angry. Okay. All you really did was you just added it to your dump. Everybody else is dumb. Now everybody's funky. Oh, but you look good though. You look pretty though, but you're nasty. Okay. So it says right here, make no friendship. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your decision and my decision. It is our decision who we make friendships with. But you're not dumb. We may act dumb, but we're not dumb, okay? You choose who you want to be around. If you choose people who are not going to do anything for you, who are not going to support you of your dreams, who are going to be envious, who are going to be angry and negative and miserable all the time, that's what you're going to have. So don't be mad at God and don't be mad at me that goes to church and that preaches and that, that smiles most of the time, Okay? Because your life is in the funk. I didn't make the friendships. Y'all chose the friendships. You know what I'm saying? And I say it this way, and I mean no disrespect. There's not too many people that I call friends. Why? Because as you go through life, you realize what friendships is to you is a definition that's individual, that's that's me. And if they don't fit my defini- definition of what a friend is, then they're not considered a friend. Simply put, okay? But if you wrap yourself and if you involve yourself around people who are angry and miserable all the time, how you going to get mad at God and at life when you're the one that chose? Tell me how that works. Tell me how in the world God is to blame when you made the decision. It says here, make no friendship with a man given to anger, no go with the wrath of the man. If you go with somebody who's nasty... And you're living with somebody who's just mean and miserable and and obnoxious and so on and so forth. Ain't nobody else responsible for your nastiness other than yourself. Because you chose. The devil didn't even make you choose. He tempted you to choose and you chose what you chose. And now everybody else got to pay, especially God. But ain't nobody really paying other than you. Because you're the one that's going to be affected. You're the one that's going to be chopping friendships, real relationships off, chopping real friendships off, pushing everybody that you need to be away, including not ever having an experience with the father himself. You can never push God away. God will always look out for you. God will always look at you and and, and look where you're going. He already knows when your last day, when my last day is. So there is nothing that you can do that can make him be like, oh, I don't know who it, well, you know, I don't see them. He will always see you. Will he re- recognize you? And 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 like, put you on blast. And be like, oh, I know. Mm, yeah, no. If you angry and you consistently living like that, it's so hard to realize that God loves you. Why? Because you're full of nastiness. You're full of just. And like I said, it could be not words, just words from other people. It could be words that you're telling yourself. And also the friendships that you chose. Ain't nobody tell you, ain't nobody tell you. Listen, I got daughters. I love them to death. You know what I'm saying? I, I tried. I tried. Tried in the past to help them pick their friends. But I'm not talking about saying, oh, well, you know, Jalissa looks cool. Right, right, right. Maria looks cool. Oh, Beth. Hey, that's, that's somebody. Yeah, there was moments where I told them. What this person did, that's that's a definition of a friendship. But what I tried to teach them was, this is what you should have around you. But they didn't do that. So because they didn't do that, they were pissed off at me for years. I'm like, how can you be mad at me for friendships that you decided upon that I was trying to help you on? But that's what anger does. It makes you spill it out on everybody else other than the one person that is responsible for the anger. is either the devil or yourself. Everybody else got paid for it. It's ridiculous, it makes me angry. I can barely breathe up in this space. Good Lord. Cause what do I have to do with the situation? If I have a problem, if you have a problem with me and I cause a problem, then dang, talk to me. Talk to me because this is how we're gonna work it out. Why? Because soft words turn away wrath. But harsh words in your face will build wrath. And it's surprising to me, Nella. It's surprising to me how in the world people are so attracted to nastiness, y'all. Can you explain that to me? You're a lot younger than me, dang Nella. But can you explain that to me? What's going on? I haven't
1: looked. Like, all right. So, um... Yeah, um, Yama's birthday was today's birthday and she had a pool party. So, you know, her mom and her dad, you know that it, yeah, you can have a pool party, but no weed. Respect my house, respect my rules, no weed. She said, okay. She asked if it could be alcohol. Yama's not even a drinker. What the? I
0: don't know.
1: Yeah. So, whatever we if they, we have a party and i was not speaking to you. i i i kicked her out we were not speaking and then she was like oh like it's my birthday can you come listen i'm like fine i'll go for a little bit but my myself was like i'm gonna go for a little bit just because those are your friends i don't talk to any of your friends or little kids so whatever i go and she's not a drinker and all i, I i'm i'm at the grill because i'm away from everybody i'm just like helping out with the party and i just hear Yama, just drink, just drink, it's your birthday. And I'm just like, What? He doesn't even drink. And and there's this, you know, bad people like, yes, yes, do it. This is the correct thing. Like get lit, get lit. And I'm just like, Wow, what people could actually do to like how do you say it? A thing. Like pressure you. And it's yeah. like Yeah. What world?
0: Yeah now listen i i i'm gonna cut you off right there because that right there i'm not like that now but but if that would have happened when i was when i was younger and my and my siblings were younger it would have been a fight they did because that makes me angry because of what you're saying that whole pressure like yo would you what are you doing? You're not even, that's not even who you are. Yeah, yeah
1: and
0: listen, uh, and and that's what's going on. It, it could be, I saw a video the other day, it made me angry too. I'm telling you, I've just been, I've been trying to, trying to keep it cool because I know that biblically speaking in the last days, uh, even Jesus said it himself in the gospels, that the love of many will grow cold. And, and and I'm just trying not to, but I just feel like sometimes I'm I'm at that point and I gotta kinda sit back and say, tranquilo, Joey, hold hold, hold up, man. You, your love is starting to grow cold, and I don't want it to. But like I saw a video uh yes yesterday, yesterday, you know, two dudes, two young kids beating up on a 16-year-old diabetic for sneakers in the street. And and, and, and and people other than a ups man helped out you know and, and i'm just like for sneakers you mean to tell me that, that instead of getting a job working your tail off saving up money and getting your own sneakers it takes two of you cowards to beat up on a 16 year old kid to take his sneakers. I, 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 and he probably with some dang uh, uncomfortable sneakers. Because then Jordans, they're uncomfortable. You get beat up, you're paying $300 for uncomfortable sneakers. Now this man, I, listen. Other than the, 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 the games that he was in. I don't even, I can't even tell you when was the last time I seen Jordan. Michael Jordan with his own sneaker going out. Cause he knows how uncomfortable them suckers are. So I'm like, so I get angry at the injustice. That's what I'm telling you, you know, but we have to be really careful not to stay in that anger, not, not to stay there. We can be angry and all that stuff, but don't, don't, don't stay there because as it stays there, it festers and as it festers, it turns into a dump. And when it turns to a dump, it comes out funky. And that's not what god intended and god created you to be he did not create you and give you an opportunity to live in this life for you to live as nasty as we are living life is way too beautiful for us to be living in so much anger and so much fun there's there's no re like yes okay let me rephrase that there may be reasons for you to be that angry and there's justifiable reasons to be angry. I get it. That's why I'm trying to tell y'all today and tonight. It's all right to be angry, but just not let it fester in you. You could be angry at injustice, You could be, but don't let it sit in your heart and sleep in that. Because when you wake up, you're going to be angry at something else that happens tomorrow. And now you've got two things that you're angry about, and you're just walking around with some funk. So then when I go and try to tell you about Jesus Christ and his salvation and his love and his mercy and everything good, it's so hard. It's like almost trying to put a pine tree, uh, a scented car, you know, car item in a big dump. That's not gonna make a difference, why? Because the smell of the dump is way too much for you to smell something sweet. Woo! Oh Lord, 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 Lord. So what we need to do today, alright, and I'm gonna end it with this, because I need to I need to share this with y'all. It's it's real, it's real important about understanding what to do when you're angry. Okay? So I got it right here, hold on. It's amazing how things can be so ridiculously bananas at one moment, just, Ephesians chapter four, verse 31, Ephesians chapter four, verse 31, and with this, we end it tonight. Ephesians is, for those of you who are starting in the faith, is in the back of the Bible, it's in the gospel in the New Testament. It's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, Acts, uh, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, and then Ephesians. It is the 9th to the 10th book of the New Testament. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31. Let me know when you got it, Nella, and I will read it here. Mm, 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 mm. So Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 Like I said, it's just It's really impacting and it's real um, I don't know, I don't know what else to say Really impacting, I guess uh, Of how much effect Anger will have in everything that we do Such as that noise That has been driving me nuts For the past 45 minutes amazing how something so small could make your heart race and make your blood boil i rebuke you in the name of jesus what? ephesians chapter 4 verse 31 antivirus you fire virus yourself nasty all right ephesians chapter 4 verse 31 it says get rid of all bitterness rage and anger brawling and slander along with every form of malice. You see? So nobody else can get rid of it other than you. Okay, let me rephrase that. Jesus Christ can get rid of it for you, but you got to give it to him in the first place. Nobody else can nobody else can take away your reasons and your sources of your anger other than you, cuz only you are angry at that those things that you're angry about. I'm not I'm not angry at your stuff and you're not angry at my stuff. It's it's it's, it's confirmation what I'm telling you. Ain't nobody else angry about your stuff other than you. Because it's your stuff. But how much is your stuff is actually justifiable for you to be angry? Yeah, exactly. Out of a hundred at a hundred percent, maybe ten. Ten percent. 90% we angry at, at things that we're just like, what? Like, Half of that is probably ourselves. We angry because we didn't make a decision. We angry because we made a decision. We angry because we didn't say nothing. We angry because we did say something. We angry because we went. We angry because we didn't go. We angry because we ate. We angry because we didn't eat. Like, I can't even imagine what God is thinking up there with all crazy behinds we got some issues. And one of those issues is anger. And that's one of the reasons why you don't grow spiritually, why you don't see God, why you won't believe in God, why you won't love God, and either accept Him in your life or accept that He loves you more than anything in this world. So, if you do wanna do that, you gotta get rid of it, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta get rid of it. If you ever have the opportunity and you want to, please let me know. Um, here on this podcast, and I will be able to pray with you. I would love to hear from you. Um, so God bless you. I pray that you may continue on your journey, knowing full well that at any given moment could be your last. It could be my last. But I'm so grateful that we're able to be here together one more week, one more day, one more hour, one more month to be with you here on stand On Point. God bless. Tune in next week to Staying On Point with Joey. Enjoy the rest of the week and God bless you all.